Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? So, Miles, can yes. you name two things that go well together? Like, for example, coffee and fresh pastries. Apple pie and cheese. Apple pie. Well, <laughs> my grandma used to say apple, apple pie, pie without cheese. cheese is like a kiss without a squeeze. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> really? Shaving a haircut. Okay, this is very good. Well, today we happen to be at a place that seems to make a lot of things go well together. For instance, cheese and charcuterie, a savory and sweets, and even their name is made up of two things that go well together: olive and thyme. Do they go well together? Yeah, they pretty go well together. <laughs> so, how about that? But how about their coffee? What does that pair up with? And more importantly, how does it taste? Well, that's why we're here. We're talking coffee, kids, and the upcoming coffee challenge with our special guest on this edition of Coffee Cafe. Coffee Cafe! Coffee Cafe! <laughs> Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation, and a chance to follow rules. Rules? We got three rules, Jason. All right, if you forgot. No, <laughs> I tend not to forget those kind of things. Right. Go ahead. It can't be a national chain, and it's got to serve more than just drip coffee. Yeah, it's the compound rule. It must be in the Burbank <laughs> or surrounding areas, and we can only visit the coffee shop once per year on official business. That's right, and we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town, what to get and which to avoid. So, Miles, yes, sir. where are we today? Today we're at Olive and Time, 3821 Riverside Drive in Toluca Lake, Burbank. Opens at 8 a.m. Yeah. And uh, it's right in the thick of it right here. I mean, it is in the thick of it. Is, it is uh, the center of, I guess it's the center of this mecca of restaurants and bakeries and all that fun stuff here in Riverside Drive, yeah? Yeah. It's. Uh, have you ever been to Jones on 3rd? Jones on 3rd? Yeah, yeah, I think I have. It's been. like a market cafe. This, yeah. this place is, they call it the uh, the Jones on 3rd of Burbank. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that what they call it? <laughs> That's what I've I heard didn't it know referred to as. <laughs> well, it's right next to the studios. And uh, speaking of studios, it was started by uh, Melina and Christian Davies, uh, husband and wife team. But uh, Melina's the brains behind the operation. She was a, a successful production executive and uh, worked for lots of places. And then she decided, hey, I want to go live my dream. I'm going to go open a restaurant and cafe. And here we are at Olive and Time. And it has grown from a little small place over around the corner from here to what is now a very large place. And uh, it's very popular for uh, the people yeah. around. And the studios use them for food <laughs> to bring in catering and all that. And they, uh, their lunches, their breakfasts are amazing. I mean, it's it's really a great place to come and have some some great food. And it's a beautiful space. They have it's clean inside. They have uh, you know the, every detail almost. The things hanging on the wall, the pastries and everything are set up just perfectly. It's very light. Yeah, it's um, European like. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful space. And uh, the cool thing also is that they not just have uh, breakfast and lunch and dinner. They also have uh, where you can get cheeses. And charcuterie, which you know basically are, are different types of meats and and uh, savories and sweets, and they uh, specialize also miles in uh, international beers and wines. They go out of their way to find some unique offerings for for the alcoholic beverages that we like to consume after the show. <laughs> it's a great spot, very relaxing place to sit and eat. Yeah, it is. It's but active yeah. at the same time. And uh, of course, this is all great, and we love these uh, treats and everything that we have here. As a matter of fact, I'm having a blueberry muffin this morning, but uh, in a 
addition to that, we're here for one thing, Miles, and that's the coffee. But before we start talking about what we ordered and so on, uh, we should introduce our special guest, Miles. Yes, absolutely. She's a dedicated doula, a baby-wearing expert. She's also the founder and director of Mama Bird Los Angeles and Baby Wearing LA, and she's extremely passionate about her work. But more importantly, Miles, she's extremely passionate about coffee. <laughs> and we'd like to welcome to the show, Laura Brown. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks for coming, Laura. Yeah, it's, I'll it, talk about coffee anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Well, let's do it. Uh, yeah, this is why we're here. And so, Laura, uh, before we talk about our coffees, maybe you can just, in a nutshell, give us an idea of what you do. I kind of explained a little bit, but maybe you can just give us a little more information about what you do for a little bit. Sure. So I support parents through the really uh, birth and postpartum period. I'm really passionate about parents feeling good about the experience, feeling um, like they have all the information and that really uh, they have the support that they need during this transition, which is, you know, really one of the most stressful times in life. And I know we tend to default to coffee for those times, but having support is, is great. <laughs> Yeah, right. Liquid, I, liquid and personal support. Yeah. yeah, really. It's about all levels of support. Yes. So. Yeah. And you have four kids. I do. I have four. And, uh, and as you say, one of the most important things uh, seemingly from other than what you do for a living and your wonderful family, you're a coffee fan. I'm a coffee fan. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I, that's an understatement. I don't know. Yeah, I think it comes from my dad worked in entertainment, and we always had coffee around, and I started drinking it probably too young. But <laughs> Wait, wait. Let's get into details. How young were you? I don't really remember. Probably seven or eight years old. Oh, okay. I would sit down at the table well, and have I, coffee with I'm my dad. I'm Cuban, and that's pretty much when we're drinking coffee, too. You know, it's And we drink the serious stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And my dad always felt like drinking decaf was like sacrilege, so we never did that. So oh, yeah. I, I think I'm probably conditioned at this point, uh, caffeine-wise, to have really coffee all day. People always ask me, is there a time you stop drinking coffee at night? And I'm like, no. Is that a thing? <laughs> but also keep in mind that I often support parents overnight. Uh, I yeah. travel and teach. Yeah. I'm often out, you know, flying around. And so that lends itself, I think, to quite an inconsistent schedule. And coffee is what gets me through. What's your favorite time to drink a coffee? Is it first thing in the morning? Is it for that <laughs> afternoon bump? Or is it maybe in the, like, late at night when you know it's going to be a late one and, and you just get something to push you over the edge oh man coffee in the morning is the best because i actually will lay in bed and think am i motivated enough to get out of bed hmm, coffee okay i'll get up <laughs> i struggle to get out of bed i go to bed late you wake up in the morning and it's just chaos and i don't actually have my first cup until after all the chaos is done oh, bless when, you. when i i know <laughs> That's I need to have it brewed the night before. That's amazing. No, I, I pop right out of bed just because I think I'm going to get it really quickly. Yeah. Well, this is how serious of a coffee drinker for our audience. She's so serious about coffee. Her passion for coffee is so huge that she actually stopped and got herself a coffee tattoo. Now, true story. Yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? And where do I get one? Um, so it was, I think, National Coffee Day. And one of my favorite tattoo artists here in L.A. was having like tat all kinds of array of tattoo flash. And I happened to see it on my phone that day. And I was like, I'm going to do this. So I got in my car and drove down to downtown L.A. and got a coffee tattoo. Well, all right. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you do that, Miles? I'm waiting for the coffee shop that will say, if you get a tattoo of yeah. this shop, it's yeah. free coffee for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> or the, wow. for the rest of their business, oh, I wow. guess. 
I've, I've heard of those kind of deals, never with coffee before. Well, if you, I think because more people just are gonna drink coffee anyway. I don't yeah, know. Maybe know. maybe that deal isn't coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like because I'm coming there every day. Anyway. But if if you find one, you let me know because I'll be right behind. Keep you. us updated. I'll get another one. I will let you know when that well, deal comes through. Speaking of coffees, let's talk about what we ordered today. Uh, Miles, what did you have this morning? I got the cappuccino. The cappuccino, and how are you enjoying it? Uh, I, I think it's really good, actually. Yeah. It was. It's got great artwork on the top. Well, they're very good here. It's very really beautiful. Yeah. It is. It was a very beautiful cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, medium sized. Yeah. And I, you know, they're using Tallahansia beans. Right. And um, I thought it was. Uh, did you get a cappuccino too, or did you get? No, I got a latte with an extra shot. Oh, oh a latte yeah. with an extra shot. So there you go. So let's talk about the difference between a cappuccino. Cappuccino is. It's uh, steamed milk. Yeah. Foamed milk. And uh, espresso. So All there's right. about as, as much steamed milk as, uh, as uh, espresso in there. And then a latte, and let's test your knowledge now. A latte is? Is also um, espresso, but it tends to be heavier on the milk content. Yeah. Um, and less foam on top. There but I go. got an extra shot because mom Yeah, lied. so you got like a double, <laughs> you might have got like a cappuccino then almost. And fun fact, I actually did for a, a brief stint work in coffee. Oh, yeah. did you really? Oh, so, man, boy, now we've got an expert on the show. Oh, this is a, a triple bonus. I think that I'm a little rusty All because right. I have a tendency to default to my favorite because I think everybody does. You yeah. find something that you're really into and you stick to it, and mm -hmm. you have a tendency to not, you know, branch out and try new things. And so I think it's a good idea to be a little bit more open when you, you know, go stop by a local coffee shop to try new things that's and not it. just yeah. your... That's, that's great. All right, I agree. And well, let me tell you what I had. I'm, I had the pour-over. It's, uh, it's not very common in all coffee shops to have pour overs. And, and I saw it and I wanted it. I beat you to it, Miles. You wanted it too, you but did. I, I did. <laughs> I got some different. And this is, uh, they call it uh, Los Inmortales. It's a, an El Salvador bean. It's a single origin. And uh, it's very good. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's very delicate. It's smooth. It's, it's, a, it's a very good pour over. I am very surprised at how smooth it is because that is actually one of my, uh, the reasons why I tend to default to a chain coffee shop. I know I'm so ashamed. Um, it's because the <laughs> consistency and because the coffee has a tendency to be more predictable ah. um, as well as a little bit less acidic. And I am very sensitive to that. Okay. Well, oh, interesting. So that's perfect. It's a perfect segue into why we've asked you to come on the show or one of the main reasons uh, is because you have a passion for coffee and you happen to love uh, national chains. I don't know if you've heard this or not. We are doing a two-week coffee challenge. It's called Taste the Difference. And basically, if you're tuning into the show for the first time or you haven't heard about it or just want to hear it again, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a challenge. And we came up with that name ourselves. That's right. There's been no other national <laughs> commercial Don't tell advertising campaign. So what it, is, is, uh, <laughs> what it is is if you love to get your coffee from national chains, uh, we, we're asking you to stop for two weeks. You stop, you go to independent coffee shops, you get your drink there, and, and then uh, after the two weeks are up, you go back to your national chain that you'd so loved or just visit often, and you'd see if you can taste the difference. And then Miles, uh, Laura, came up with this brilliant idea is uh, in order for us to learn about what you've discovered, you write a haiku. You put your findings into a haiku. You send it back to put us. Your, you put, put your, your findings. You put your, your shove them all in there. <laughs> all your Seventeen <laughs> syllables. Hey, all your findings. You've got to be your research. You, you've got to be clever. You've got to be clever. And then and you send that into us. We'll read through them and we'll pick the best one. And then the winner will win a fifty-dollar coffee gift card. 
How about that? Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's a great little thing. From where? I don't know. We haven't figured it out. Miles doesn't know he's paying Is for Is it back to the national chain? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's wherever they choose. If they choose a yeah. coffee shop, fine. If they choose a national chain, that's fine, too. That's a good idea. Yeah, well, I think the so. The haiku, if it's pro Starbucks, it could be a Starbucks Absolutely. gift card. Absolutely. If it's anti, it's, it, we can but be But wouldn't that motivate people to just pick what's convenient for them? If it's pro whatever coffee shop they want to end well, up at? Well, I guess True. Yeah. If they want to rig it like that, then I, that's I think fine. that's fine. That's absolutely fine. We will not count it against you. So with this coffee challenge, Laura, we wanted to make sure that we had all sides represented. Uh, and we're, you know, we have nothing against national chains. Miles uh, visits Starbucks it's from time to time. Rules, it's just the rules. And I go to Coffee Bean from time to time. Uh, but we wanted someone to join the coffee challenge, to lead the coffee challenge, that was an enormous Starbucks fan, someone that can really tell us all about it. And, and then we were asking around, we were asking our friends, and I found a friend that said, I know the perfect person. And I'll tell you why. She explained to me that uh, you, when your birth announcement, uh, your husband uh, set up Starbucks coffee cups at Disney that went viral. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about it. But when she told me that story, I knew you were the right person to have on the show. <laughs> so our idea was to set up uh, Starbucks coffee cups with Mickey ears yeah. in front of the castle at Disneyland. And so I am a Disney family through and through. My dad worked there and my husband also worked there um, for Disney Studios. And he actually come, came up with this idea and decided to help execute it. Except for the morning that he went to set up the cups was really windy. A gust of wind came and one of the cups started to fly oh and he tumbled over the wall in front of the castle and oh, fell into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything in the cups? Yeah. No, I mean he ended up waiting them because of the yeah. wind afterwards, but it was it was quite harrowing. He was really worried that he'd get us kicked out, but he he claims no one saw him. I I heard about the cups picture and I I you know, you Google image it and it pops up immediately. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it, it was really That's a great big, shot. I mean, uh, that you went viral, so congratulations on that or I'm sorry, one or the other. <laughs> I'd like to see some legs sticking up out of the bushes in the background. <laughs> yeah, That'd be a nice that would have been a picture. <laughs> but then who would have taken the picture? That's I don't true. know. That's true. That's true. Well, so then tell us, Alora, uh, being the Starbucks expert, when you go there, what is your favorite drink to have? I'm really boring. I get an iced coffee. What? An oh, iced yeah? coffee? That's it? That, so you Any wake, time of year? Yeah. Wait, All year. You wake uh. up in the morning and you want iced coffee. I rarely drink hot coffee. No really? kidding. Only when I sit down and enjoy company of others. Oh, wow. So that, cold brew versus iced coffee, you prefer iced coffee over cold brew? It depends or? on where it is. Um, sometimes the cold brew has a tendency to be a little bit more acidic. So oh, okay. I have a tendency to go for the consistency of just iced coffee. And I don't drink anything sweet. So no, no sweetener either. I put a little bit of half and half in it, and I, off I go. Wow. And the fact that you don't put anything sweet in it is very unusual because most people like the sweeter drinks, especially from Starbucks. So that's yeah, I don't drink anything blended or anything with a lot of sugar in it. I'm All just right. not my jam. Okay. That's fair enough. I have a question. Do you use the app, the Starbucks app? I am the queen of the Starbucks app. <laughs> I cannot. So I have the app. It is out of all the apps and, like, accounts that I have. When I forget my password, it take it's like a six month process. Oh really? To you can't forget back. your password though. See, that's the secret. Well, I want to. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the secret. The secret is don't forget your password. I have a dollar and 
like five cents on the card and I want to reload it and I can't and I'd say send me an email with the you know with my password and I never get it and so I just have this like card in my Apple See, I, I get cards like, often as gifts from clients and yeah. from friends as gifts yeah. like you know I'll do a oh, favor for great. a friend yeah. and they'll send me a card in oh, the mail nice. with a Starbucks yeah. credit it's really sweet and I yeah. do appreciate it and I just add that to my balance I call um, Starbucks um, the app I call that free money <laughs> yeah and thankfully I have a husband that indulges me because I claim that it just doesn't come from real money it just is magically money there all the time all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now that you understand what we're doing, as basically we're, we would love for you, Laura, is to uh, take part of the challenge, lead the charge, uh, take two weeks, go to independent coffee shops. Now, I know that's going to be hard because the convenience factor is not quite there, but, you know, so that you can go out and try the local shops around your neighborhood. And then after the two weeks, maybe you'll report back to us. Maybe we'll come up to you and, and do a show at, at, in your area, uh, and you can be on the show to tell us what, what the experience was like. And then you maybe even help us judge the haikus. Are you in for all that? I'm in. I have a coffee shop picked out, um, an independent coffee shop right. in my neighborhood that okay. I'm going to go Perfect. check out, and I'll report back. All right. This is all fantastic. Right. So in 17 syllables. <laughs> in 17 syllables. That's going to no. be the hard part. No, you, no. Can, you can do a you yeah. can do a full report. Yeah, a full report. I'll try not to cheat. So that's the uh, two-week challenge. So for those of you listening, put this on your calendar. We're going to start on... August 27th, and it's going to go for two weeks. We'll probably, you know, push it to, for a third week for the stragglers that couldn't start right away and so on. Uh, and then be sure that you uh, get all your findings, put them in a haiku form, and send that in to us via email. And you can uh, get all the rules from our website at coffeecafepodcast.com. Well, all that said, and we've talked about a lot already, Miles, uh, and Laura, you please stay around if you're still interested in talking with us. <laughs> We would love to have you uh, participate, but let's talk about our week. Miles, how was your week this week? I had a good week, Jason. Okay, well, that, <laughs> no. thanks a lot, good. Miles. I'd say my kids are in school now, so the oh, answer yes. to that question is just good. Yeah. How was your day? Good. How was this? Good. Yeah. Actually, just all the talk about Starbucks and, and about kids drinking coffee as a kid, too, it's reminded me of a story from, from last summer, actually, where... I was at a playground and there was a there's this rock structure there yeah. and all the kids are playing on it and a mom had she had two kids there and she climbed up to check that one of her kids was okay and you know everyone's just calm and st standing there and all of a sudden she's on top of it she turns around and she goes Aster and like you know it's like the music stopped and the record scratches and all the parents like look over and she jumps like off of this boulder oh and like gosh. lands on the ground and goes like running over to one of her kids and everyone's like in the playground's like oh my god what's going on and her other child Aster I guess is standing there with a Starbucks frappuccino with his, the straw in his mouth sucking like as fast as he could because he knew his time was limited it was like a mosquito lands on your arm and it's just trying to suck as much blood out because it knows it's got to get out of there it was one of the funniest things. My, my toddler chases my coffees around. I have to be really careful. Yeah, yeah she'll right. get up on a table to try to. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Mine have gone. I've I've found mine with brown faces sometimes. Yeah, I I let my boy try coffee and he said, "This is disgusting. I don't know how you drink it." <laughs> I think I just create genetically. You know, modified children who are conditioned <laughs> to like coffee. The coffee is in the DNA, yeah, literally. Probably. Yeah. My youngest kid is three. He's going through this phase right now. And you know, when I was a kid, we used to listen to these Bill Cosby routines on on tape. Like oh, we yeah. would just fall asleep yeah. to these routines. One of Bill Cosby's, and now I know it's like a, a, a not 
kosher thing almost anymore to, you know, to have this reference. It's like, it used to be fine. I have all this Bill Cosby material in my head well, from I, these I, tapes. But, but, but and to, now- to your defense, though, when, back then, we, you know, he just, it was comedy. We were kids. We you just listened to, to it. No, I, I know. Not, it's just I'm funny not, that, like, you yeah. say, hey, this, you heard that Bill Cosby joke, and it's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> But I have all this material in my head, almost uh-huh. memorized. And yeah. anyway, one of his things was, you know, when your kid's going around doing something dumb, yeah. and you say, did, did you do this? It's like, yeah. Like, why did you do it? It's like, I don't know. And then he, he called that brain damage oh, for the kid. Oh, sure. It's brain damage. <laughs> and I, one of my kids is, is uh, you know, I mentioned, he goes around, be drawing with markers on the table, yeah. doing something else like that. Yeah. Did you do this? Yes. Why did you do it? I don't know. <laughs> Bill Cosby's in my head every day now. Yeah. Brain damage. <laughs> and I don't want to tell anybody because. Yeah, well, that's all right. Because <laughs> it's Bill Cosby. That's what three-year-olds do. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny. And, and I actually, when he does it, I I laugh almost because he almost does it just like Bill Cosby. Yeah, I know. It's like I don't know. Don't, don't and laugh. I look at him. I'm like brain damage. <laughs> No laughing. Yeah. I gotta say, being able to share these stories yeah. makes them way more funny when they happen than having to hold it in yourself. You know, when there's no outlet for being able to tell a funny thing that your child did, but it's very cathartic. Well, yeah, that's why we do this, right? That's right. <laughs> it's a release. That's what happened this week. Well, uh, I don't have much to report on my son, but I do have a, a dog update. I have a dog, Laura, if you don't know this or not. I have a very large dog. Uh, um, We've had her now for four months, and it happens to be today her birthday. And she's just turned two years old. Uh, She's about yay high, which is very tall for a dog, and uh, and she's a a great dog. And uh, I usually take her for walks in the morning, uh, you know, just like any other person go out does. on a ride. <laughs> and, and there are times where we'll go around and uh, around the block, but I try to mix things up, you know, go a different way and stuff so that the dog doesn't get into a routine. Uh, we have all our neighbors know us because we're the people with a huge dog that they call a horse. Yeah, a horse <laughs> or a bear. Right. That's right. And uh, and there's even moments where we're, we'll be on you the walk. You are in the equestrian part of Burbank. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and where there's even moments in our walk where uh, we'll go for a run, uh, you know, where I'll, I'll start jogging. And then, of course, she wants to take that up to the next level. And then before you know it, she's pulling me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hanging on for dear life. But it anyway, sounds like a Marmaduke cartoon. Well, it very much is. Feels like a Marmaduke cartoon a lot. But we go around uh, this block, and then uh, the other day we were walking, and uh, we we came around the bend, and all of a sudden the darts, the eyes, the laser eyes turned on. She spotted a squirrel on a light pole, you know. And you know, Laura, as as you have a puppy, they, as soon as they see that, it, all bets are off. And so she comes up to the pole, and the squirrel sees her, of course, and he runs up to the very top of this light pole. And so uh, I'm trying to get the dog's attention, and she's got laser eyes. And the neighbor comes out and says, oh, hey. And they, she, we started chatting, and the dog was still laser eyes for a while. And then eventually she gave in and, you know, and just gave up. But the squirrel was up there kind of laughing at the dog. So we're talking a while, and then uh, the, the squirrel decides... I'm going to make a run for it because now let me explain the situation. There's this light pole. There's this big fence right next to the light pole, probably about eight feet high, made of solid wood. And then beyond that fence is a fig tree. Well, the squirrel wants nothing more than to get to that fig tree to have a little breakfast snack. 
Well, <laughs> so <laughs> the squirrel says, okay, that's it. I've had enough. I've got to come down and go get my breakfast. And starts coming down. Of course, the dog instantly turns on the lasers. And she's waiting, 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 hoping that the, the squirrel makes a mistake. And I'm trying to get the dog's attention, but there's nothing I could do. So the squirrel finally makes a run for it and comes down the pole and dives over to the tree. It's an amazing feat. I don't know how squirrels do it. At the same time, my dog says, okay, I'm watching. And now as it, the squirrel was getting ready to jump off the pole and go to the fig tree, my dog makes a jump for it. And you remember those cartoons when we were kids where like the Roadrunner and Coyote, <laughs> Coyote would chase the Roadrunner and all of a sudden hit, hit the mountainside and then kind of go flat. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what happened. My Splat, dog, I think. Yeah. My dog would go, went, went jumping for the squirrel, hit this big fence, and went, Phew, and literally slid <laughs> to the bank. And it was hilarious. And then she's like, whoa, whoa, what happened? And she gets up. She's fine. She, nothing's wrong with her. She's just upset she didn't get the squirrel. And the squirrel made the landing on the fig tree, literally turned around, and laughed. <laughs> it sounds like some Tom and Jerry kind of <laughs> it stuff. It was a very Tom and Jerry story, but I thought it was too good not to share that one with you. It was. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds? And by, mind you, this is not a small dog. This dog literally slid down that eight-foot fence <laughs> all the way from the top to the bottom. It was pretty funny. You have a dog, Laura. I mean, you, you I have two dogs. You have yeah, two I, ha dogs. I have a 17-year-old Boston Terrier yeah. who is a 17. really old man, and yeah. he mainly sleeps these days. But we. Um, recently got a puppy um, oh. just this week and she's a labradoodle oh oh cool she's already the size of my boston as a brand new puppy so <laughs> this will be interesting um he decided that she was delicious and delightful oh. and then quickly figured out that she moved too fast for him so ah. uh, he laid back down and proceeded to go back to sleep. he wants nothing to do with <laughs> no not interested he's not upset about it at all he's just kind of like meh you know and, and it's gotta be uh, a, a fun adventure to have uh, four kids a husband and two dogs at home i mean that must lead to some amazing days at home when you're there yes thank goodness we have a big yard because we can kick the kids outside yeah um but i would say for the most part they're really helpful and well behaved yeah, but there must was there ever a time in your life where it wasn't that easy because it sounds like you've got this solved and by the way after we're done with the show i'd like to take some notes <laughs> no i mean i think everybody has their good days and their bad days and i think self-care is a really important part of that scenario you have to nourish yourself to be able to nourish others so okay. um, taking care of yourself is really important and uh, but nourishing yourself with coffee is even more it's important coffee. it's very important <laughs> and that's how i get by it, it is a part of my self-care and i i yeah. joke about it a lot but it's true is like if this is the small thing in my life that brings me joy yeah. like i don't really think there's anything wrong with that what would happen to you laura if you didn't have your coffee for a day i would probably just drink tea no, <laughs> wait, that's cheating. Concentrated you're, you're, tea. She's cheating my. <laughs> what if you didn't have? That's a great answer. That's true. Yeah. It's, a, it's a perfect answer. But what would you do if you had no caffeine for a day? What would happen to you? And would you I would be probably able to just go to bed early? <laughs> you would never get out of bed, would you? I would probably just lay in bed that day, drink a lot of water, and hydrate. <laughs> yeah. And then probably wake up the next day and be happy. Slight headache and look forward to tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're still here at all. Olive and time and uh, Laura, we reached the time in the show where we rate our coffees on a scale from one to ten. Ten being the best, of course. And uh, because you're here, we want your opinion too. But we'll start uh, on the left side here. Miles, you had the had the cappuccino. Yeah, this was a fantastic cappuccino. All right, 
I'm going to give this cappuccino a 9 out of 10. Wow. Whoa, 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 hang on now. A 9 yeah. out of 10? It, I thought it was really good. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. What was so good about it? The artwork on top that was, was wow. nice. It was, it really was uh, I, I, we're in, it's just, uh, I felt like it was the, just the right level of like strength and, uh, and, and, and smooth. Yeah. I didn't put sugar in it. And I, I do that sometimes. It was just like a nice, well-balanced cappuccino. All right. Um, and I washed it down with a strawberry croissant, which was also very <laughs> yeah, good. It was very, yeah, sure. All right, so you give yours a nine. Uh, Laura, you had the? I had a latte with an extra shot, and I would probably give it a solid eight. A solid eight. Now, uh, tell me why an eight. An eight because I thought it was really well balanced. Yeah. It was really smooth going down to the point that I probably didn't think about it. But then again, yeah. I didn't think about it. Mm. So to me, if it didn't really have anything that was so spectacularly different about it that made me think, yeah. oh, I would drink this all day long, every day. I would come here, at, go way out of my way to get it. Okay, but you, you so you enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. All right, yeah. that's fantastic. All right, so that's an eight. I'm I had the pour over Los Immortales from El Salvador, uh, and I thought it was excellent. Um, it was a, it was delicate. It was smooth. It was creamy. You know, it's a lighter lighter roast. It tastes like. Uh, has hints of uh, butterscotch and some peach in there, I think, too. Uh, it's very good. Uh, I highly recommend it. I, I am going to give this, I'm going to give it a nine. I, I have to because it was that good. Uh, wow. You tasted those those different notes, and it went down really nicely. Uh, I truly enjoyed the, the pour-over. So Miles gives his coffee a nine. Laura gives hers an eight, and I give mine a nine. So that is a pretty darn good score for all of in time. And overall, if you come here, you can't go wrong. This is a great place. Fantastic, hands down. The food is fantastic. The interior is fantastic. You can bring a whole family here and uh, enjoy Don't your- Don't stress me out. <laughs> you can bring your whole family here and enjoy the time. Uh, uh, get some great food. Uh, they do lunch, breakfast, uh, very casual, and they have a formal dining even kind of at night, which is kind of cool. And unique. Um, so overall, uh, this is a, just a great place to come to for coffee, too. And you can sit outside if you want to. There's that's a patio. Right. Yeah, you yes, can, that's, which is where we are right We now. happen to be outside. So yes, absolutely. So you have the inside, we have the outside, and it's a beautiful day to sit outside. Yeah, I'm a big fan of having the option to sit outside. There you go. Yes. So there's a plus for Olive in Time, and that's pretty much all we have to say about Olive in Time. We I mean, out of time, Jason? We, we, we are out of time, Miles. I Joy. love this place, but I'm out of time. Hey, hey, hey. All right. <laughs> Edit that out. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend or two. That's how our show grows. And it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that share the show that makes a big difference. And we really appreciate it. And if you have a question or idea for our show, go to coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, we have our upcoming Taste the Difference Coffee Challenge starting August 27th. For more information, you can visit our website at coffeecafepodcast.com. Thanks again for listening, and remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason. Bye, Laura. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>